welcome to Voices in Between, the podcast with international voices on education and diversity. This is Christoph Knoblauch meeting educational experts and discussing perspectives in between ideas of true and false. It's a sunny day. This is Professor Knoblauch speaking and we're going to cover the topic of diversity and we're going to specialize in the following podcasts on different takes different forms of diversity. The first one today is religious diversity. The school systems in German and India differ a lot here because the German school system, in most states at least, includes religion into the school as a compulsory subject called religious education. It is either a Christian religious education or a Muslim religious education. The teacher has to study the subject from an objective theological viewpoint at university. It has to be taught from an objective viewpoint, dealing with all other religions, but having a teacher who is, for example, a Muslim theologian, um, teaching to mostly Muslim children. Um, obviously, most religious education takes place in a Christian background and that is separated towards um, according to the denomination. So you will have Catholic and Protestant religious education. Now this is very difficult as far as I understand from the Indian school system where religion is not a topic. So how would you see religion in Indian schools and do you think um, religious education would be an interesting topic for a an Indian school or um, let's rather take a laicist viewpoint, um, a very um, clear viewpoint where religion is not integrated in schools at all, shouldn't be a topic. So, uh, uh, these days religion is not subject in schools, most of the schools, which are the public schools. Uh, however, uh, schools bo belonging to certain religions like Muslims, they may have what we call as madarsas, where only Muslim children go. They talk about religion, they teach Islam in such schools. Also, the so-called uh, missionary schools, Christian missionary schools, which are still there in India. And some of these are also called as convent schools, where you have nuns teaching, uh, and even others, other people teaching in those schools. They do talk about Christianity in those schools, but that is an optional subject. So if one is not a Christian, there is no compulsion to attend that class. For them, there is an alternative class which is called as moral education. And in the moral uh, education class, one generally talks about human values, about being honest, about respecting others, particularly elders. Those core human values which we believe sustain a society and bring peace and harmony in society. Those I see as core values. 
which are supposed to be taught in moral education. However, this is not true of most of the schools in India. There is neither moral education directly nor religious education. One may talk about these values in while teaching any subject or maybe one it gets reflected in their own behavior and personality but it's not taught formally. Uh, this is precisely because we are a very very diverse country, I mean socially diverse country with several castes and several religions and several dominations, dominations of each religion. So though India basically from the birth of before Christ period was what we call as today Hindu society. At that time Hindu word was not there. There was some concept of metaphysical of something which is supernatural, which is supreme, which guided or which sort of governed the living beings. So if we go back to this period and we see the main religious texts of India, the Vedas, there you don't find this concept of God you don't find the concept of religion. They talk about human relationship with the universe. And the main goal of it is, the main goal of human life is to maintain, to essentially maintain a harmonious, harmonious balance and relationship with the nature. So what emerged in the beginning was a female form of some supreme power and that later on came to be known as goddess. So there was no male supreme form. It was goddess which emerged first and that goddess, goddess was seen as you know like a mother which gives birth, which creates and which nurtures life. And the male forms came a little later, not labeled as God at all, in the form of natural calamities. So when natural calamities happen, it was felt that it is, you know, um, uh, it's the anger or maybe something of the nature. And therefore, they were more feared than revered. So the mother was revered. The first name which came up in this context was Rudra, which is today called as Shiva. Mm -hmm. okay. So in Vedas, we don't find this concept of, you know, God. We don't even find the concept of religion the way it is understood today. But gradually, so it was a philosophy of life. Gradually it came to be known as the Hindu philosophy or the Indian philosophy which is a way of life which was 
simplified in the in the upanishad so that it can reach out to masses it was further simplified in purans where these concepts these uh, abstract concepts of philosophy were presented in story form for people to understand and this started taking shape of different cults different religions different forms of religion and we started having multiple religions even in the hindu category mm-hmm. multiple forms which are um extremely visible in everyday life so there is no daily street you can walk down where you don't find either a temple or a mosque um maybe jain maybe um bahia maybe hindu um so my question is seeing this seeing religions as such a vivid part of society in everyday life um constructivism is the idea of seeing the subject learner in his life world mm. which would mean for me that schools should see students with the life world they bring into schools their interests their hobbies and also their family contexts and also their religious views So do you see any possibility or any use of a form of religious education what could that be in an indian context I think it's very essential to bring religion in this formal education system in the school particularly in the current times where we are having many uh, social conflicts which are based on religious identities and though they may have an ultra motive to them but it's important for the individuals of a country to understand the basic concept of different religions the basic preaching preachings of different religions for harmony in the society by not knowing we are going by what others say as a result we become exclusive categories and see one religion better over the other mm-hmm. but to bring in this point that all religions preach the same thing it is important to engage with them without engaging with them without bringing them in the class we are only creating more misunderstanding this is what i feel okay. so once we resolve that you know when we understand that islam also says the same thing or largely the same thing that hindus do want and what jains say and what buddhists say and what other different cults also say because every religion is fundamentally concerned with human well-being with living well-being rather not just human but living life whether it is plant or animals mm-hmm. so once we learn understand this then sometimes you know this i don't know whether aversion is a right a right word but this uh, kind of not being able to engage with people from the other religious community will be uh, will be able to deal with this okay. so the aim of the school could be to destruct biases and on the same time construct a common ground for uh, 
communication between yes. children of different religions. Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah, you've rightly said, you know, deconstruction is very important. And then having a different construction of religion. So one thing I'd, I'd like to add that I come from a very religious society, uh, family, Hindu, staunch Hindu family, and I believe in God, but I pursued zoology at my master's level. And there we uh, study about, uh, you know, genetics, and we also study about cloning, and we also study about efforts to create life. Whereas all religions propose that life has been created by God. Now, when I was pursuing my studies at the master's level and even after that, I had a concept of God, my mental model of God, my construction of God, which I never ever gave up. Even though it may have conflicted with my concepts of genetics and of genetic engineering, I understood those as well as I retained my concept of God. I am unable to give up this concept. So I think we need to understand, as you have rightly said, that the learners, children, bring to the class their worldviews in which religion is an essential component. If we ignore, we are ignoring at our own peril. They are not going to give up. We don't give up. It is rarely that people, it is in India at least, it is rarely that people become atheist later in their life. There are very few who do become, but they are very few. We don't give up the concept of God. No. And we know that God is a social construct. It's, it's created by the members of society, at least in Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And still we are not able to give up. Therefore, the entire research in the field of constructivism we see from the 80s onwards, which was largely in the field of science and mathematics and languages, like the works of Driver and so on and so forth. Uh, they say that mental models are extremely resistant to change. It's very difficult to debunk them. And it is very difficult to debunk the concept, the religious concepts with the children bring in schools. Absolutely, especially <clears throat> with biases which are constructed at a very early age. So that should actually start in an in a earlier stage of education, kindergarten, starting with three years, for example. I agree. Yeah. So religious education, that is something that could be implemented at a very early stage, actually. Yeah. So I see that in many countries uh, which are multicultural, most of the countries today that are multicultural, like if, whether it is US or UK or uh, Australia, there I have seen that they talk about different religions at a very early age. And they celebrate certain festivals of different religions at a very early age. So it helps them to understand each other. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for this interesting insight into the Indian school system in terms of religious diversity. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Looking forward to meet you back on Voices in Between.